I'm a true champion. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Rest Plug Podcast. Something a little bit different today. I'm Aaron Nix, as you know, but we're not talking about me. We're talking about my friend here and my guest today, Dirty Dave Dennis. Now, obviously, um, Dirty Dave, welcome to the podcast, mate. You've been on before. Uh, people know who you are. A lot more people seem to know who you are now. Um, it's an unfortunate, yeah. an unfortunate situation. Now, um, before anyone starts getting on at this, me and Dave, Dave are friends. I know Dave very well, actually. You know, you know, never mind Dave. Dave, he's he's Dave, and he's a good friend of mine. And I've known Dave for a good couple of years now, and I've been watching him for a lot longer than that, actually, and watched his journey in wrestling. Now, last Saturday, Outcast Pro Wrestling had a show on the Isle of Wight, Isle of Warfare. You had a match with Ryan Hendricks, which, let's be real, has become more than just a match. There's been a lot of fallout from this match. There's been a lot of bullshit, and there's been a lot of people chatting shit, people saying works and not works and you know all that nonsense and whatever. But I've watched the footage. I've spoken to you personally. Now, you're getting a lot of heat because people are suggesting that you have legitimately gone out of your way to hurt a fellow professional. And as you know... I like to have both sides of the story. I'm not going to be like some of these Twitter handles that are coming out and giving it the business. So I want you to explain to me as a friend, not as a guest, your side of what went down on Saturday, mate. Right. Um, okay. So we had, I got there Saturday after work uh, about half five. The show started, doors open at six. Um, show started half six. So it gives like an hour to sort out. And normally for the people that haven't been to a show, you get to a show, you meet up with what you, the person you're wrestling with or working with and you discuss the match. I get there, Ryan's nowhere to be seen. Apparently he got it to the island a couple of hours beforehand. I can't find him. Um, so we didn't really have any talk about the match. We met up for about a couple of minutes, pretty much at the curtain. And I've, that's cool. I've called it in the ring before. I've wrestled Ryan before. There's never been an issue. Uh, the one thing I did say to him, I, I didn't want it to be comedy. And this, you know, anyone that follows your podcast will know, right? I got a lot of blowback from the CWP show. A lot, a lot of blowback. Uh, so some people obviously don't appreciate the comedy side of it. And I just wanted to prove a point. I'm not all comedy. Um, and Ryan knows the blowback I got on that as well. Let's be fair. You know, mm. anyone that's paying attention knows the blowback on that. So I thought, oh, I'll prove a point. Anyway, um, I just said no comedy stuff. Uh, at one point he's like oh we could shoot on each other that'd be pretty cool uh, we might be able to work a couple of people I'm like yeah whatever man you know I'm, I'm quite easy on that I go out there and um, straight away he's going for comedy stuff and I'm like don't do that mate and then before I honestly like the second move of the match he's got me in a, like a chokehold and I'm like what are you doing do you know what I mean so actually when you look back he's choking me out within like a minute of the match to try and force me to do comedy stuff um anyway so we didn't gel on that front got i got to a point where i got in with a draping ddt to the outside um now the outcast ring is quite short it's quite a small ring it's not far from the ground mm. and if you watch it if it was a normal ring size the draping ddt it'd come off the canvas at the side where well, his feet were on the ropes because we're low down and by looks of it, his feet i've watched it now 
his feet got caught in the ropes, draping DDT. From that, from I'm assuming he gets hurt. Okay, maybe legitimately hurt. Uh, but from my point of view, the match is still going on. I'm a heel, the live crowd are there. What am I meant to do? Stop the match myself? I can't do that. So I, I start working with him. He's not really selling it. So maybe I'm a bit stiffer than normal. I don't know. Maybe I am, maybe I'm not. And he's not selling it. But the referee hasn't stopped the match. So what am I meant to do? And since then, you know, there's been a lot of talk on it. But it is what it is, you know. Um, what annoys me more than anything is I've seen Ryan said I haven't apologised after the match. Well, he was out of it after the match. How does he know if I apologised or not? He doesn't know that. He's guessing. One thing I do know is he's getting all the sympathy. I'm getting all the heat. It takes two to tango in that match. If he kicked my head in, I bet no one would have any sympathy for me, would they? You know, that just annoys me. It's hypocrisy, mate. This is why I've got you on here, because there's a lot of people talking shit. I saw your Twitter blowing up, particularly today as well, actually. We're recording this on a Wednesday, and it'll probably drop the next day, because um, I want this out as soon as possible, because I'm tired of seeing people act as if they've only got one side of things. Now, Ryan Hendricks is welcome to come on the podcast. You know, instead of hiding behind social media, you're welcome to come on and have your say as well, because I offer everyone a platform. But the reality is, I've watched the footage back, and you know me, I work as well. You know, I'm not just a podcast guy. I'm not just a video guy. I, I do wrestling as well. I, I do pretty much everything in this business. And I'm very safe. And I know for a fact that you're very safe. And I remember yeah. being personally quite offended that people would give you so much shit for your comedy stuff. And I know you've said to me privately, I want to be taken seriously as an all-encompassing wrestler. Yes, I can be funny. Yes, I can do dirty 24-7 stuff. Let's, you know, move the kayfabe style stuff aside because it's very important that we point that out to people watching this. Dave can fucking wrestle. I've seen him training. I've seen him work. Dave has put an astonishing amount of work in. And I'll tell you what fucking winds me up is people like real wrestling, whatever the fuck that is, going on Twitter, trying to actively remove bookings from you. Um, before I get into the match itself, because I do have a couple of quick questions, how has it been mentally for you? Because as far as I'm concerned, I don't think that's acceptable without full evidence and without full you know, proof of what's going on and everything backstage. You can't just go on Twitter and try and shit can somebody like that and put a tweet out like that saying that you shouldn't be booked. I know that you've reacted fairly well and you don't really give a shit, or at least you've tweeted and said you don't give a shit, but it must affect you somewhat to know that people are trying to sabotage your career. Yeah, it's, do you know what? It's, it's, so there's different levels to it. There's different levels to it. When it's fans but with Twitter accounts, I can cope with that. When it's other workers all of a sudden say I'm unsafe that don't even know me, promoters, anything like that, that gets me a bit. Because I've never hurt anyone. I mean, if Ryan wants to do um, a match which is more New Japan style, a bit more hard-hitting, I'm happy to do that. But I don't go out my way to hurt people. You know, if the match goes to shit and the ref has to stop it, you know, that's just the way it is. I'm not going to apologise for that. I don't see why I should. You know, um, but no, it, it does affect me mentally, but it pisses me off. And, you know, people, people are angry at me. And I'm like, well, hang on. My last two or three matches now, I've been the most talked about person on the card, or my match has been the most talked about. And it might upset people, but wrestling is for everyone. All because some people might not like what I do, other people do. And when you look at wrestlers like MJF, 
they've got heat. Baron Corbin, he's got heat. Well, if I've got heat, maybe I should use that to my own advantage. And then people say, promoters shouldn't book me. Well, why wouldn't you book with someone who's got real heat? What's wrong with that? I'm, I'm good friends with a lot of people who work at Outcast as well, particularly the owner, okay, Jackson Arrow to some, Matt Jackson to us, that's his real name. And Matt Jackson is, you know, I've spoken to Matt and he has said to a number of wrestlers, including myself, that it's nothing to worry about. It's just the work. But to be honest, mate, I've watched the footage. It is quite stiff. I know it's stiff. And, you know, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say to you, you shouldn't have fucking done all this sort of stuff. But then at the flip side of things, I'm also going to say, you know, maybe hot, you know, cooler heads would have prevailed on the day. It's disappointing but I feel like Ryan Hendricks is just as responsible for the outcome of what's happened here. And the fact that you're the one who has to take all the shit canning and everyone's given him a lot of sympathy. You know, I've had a multitude of wrestlers. I won't name drop two of them um, in particular who have spoken to me, but they were very kind of aggressive and frankly were being physically threatening towards you because of the behavior that you had displayed. And then when they spoke to Matt Jackson, he said, don't worry about it. It's just the work. But it doesn't look like it, like it to me. How do you feel knowing that Matt Jackson is kind of, it feels like he's sort of shrugging it aside, just ignoring it because he doesn't want any blowback? Yeah, I mean, two sides to that, isn't there? There's my business brain, um, which is he's got a company to run. He doesn't want unsafe wrestlers in his ring. And he booked that match. So I understand that. He wants people to come back. Of course he does. Um, and it's his choice whether he books me again or not. Um, if he's getting asked directly if it's work or not, if I was him, I'd say it's work. I would. Because, you know, legally, where do we stand with this? You know, if a wrestling match goes a bit wrong, if it gets a bit rough and tumble, where do we stand? You know, so I can't blame Matt for that at all. You know, he's always been good to me. Um, I've worked matches with him. He's very good in the ring. Again, we didn't hurt each other. With the whole Ryan thing, as you say, you know, it might have started off as an idea we can work a couple of people, but then he gets hurt during the match and I carry the match on because he's told me he wants to work a couple of people. So now after the event, he wants to whinge and moan about it. Now he wants to play the victim. And I'm not happy with that. I think that's bullshit. I think that's complete double standards. And when people see that on Twitter, they believe what he says. You know, um, you know, maybe if he got out from his brother's shadow, and stood at his own two feet, he'd have more of a Twitter following that would back him up in the first place anyway. You know, maybe he's a bit jealous that because of my comedy stuff, I've got to where I am. You know, was... I've lost social media followers. I've lost followers online, on Facebook, on Twitter, because of this. You know, people that weren't there. You know, you and if my more... stuff looks real, surely that's a good thing. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, I try and make my stuff look real. And people have said to me, God, it looks really snug and stiff. And it's actually on safest houses. It's just because of the way I present myself. But, like, I get the impression that because you're regarded as a comedic wrestler, that you do a lot of funny stuff, that you do your stuff with 24-7, which I personally like. I personally really enjoy that stuff. And I know that you get a lot of traction from the 24-7 stuff. You've interacted with some great wrestlers as well, high-end names in our business. Do you think that because you've tried 
to do something a little bit more serious. Now people just want to shit can you because it's like, no, 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 no. You're supposed to be the good little monkey that dances around. Because what fucks me off about this is that everyone's moaning at me. Everyone's messaging me saying that fucking Dirty 24-7 title match is garbage. It's a joke. Oh, it's not funny. It's not wrestling. They're untrained. They're unsafe. Which, by the way, is fucking bullshit because you're all well-trained. I know that for a fact and you know how to work. Do you think that there's a lot of double standards here from people because... They moan when you play the comedic stuff, but then you try and do something serious. Unfortunately, an injury happens. I don't think you have intentionally tried to hurt Ryan Hendricks, and I don't appreciate him going on social media and saying that you have, because I don't think that's true. I know you well enough to know you don't do things like that. Do you think that the double standards are there with fans? It fucks me off. And as I say, it's not just fans. It's wrestlers. It's people should know better. You know, after the CWP show, maybe, maybe in the back of my mind, that has affected me. If that hadn't have happened, the CWP thing, maybe I would have been happy to do another comedy match with Ryan. You know? But I'm so wary of everything I have to do now because some people don't like it. You know, what annoys me the most is people that criticise my matches, well, the CWP match particularly, go on YouTube, watch some of my back catalogue of matches with Johnny Storm, with people like that, you know, with Priscilla. You know, they're on YouTube. Go and watch them. They're decent matches in front of, like, a few hundred people. You know, the CWP thing, people don't get how a wrestling show works. You were there. The live crowd loved it. The live crowd et up, okay? Some things, when they're filmed and then you watch them back, it doesn't quite come across because obviously there's six of us there. One criticism, I could take criticism. More should have been in the ring. Yeah, I agree with that. Watching it back, 100%. But where we were on the card, we were straight after a hardcore match. So what do we do? Go out then bore them with another hardcore match? We were doing something different. And yes, it was meant to be comedy. Yes, the crowd loved it. Yes, it was for charity. But for some people, that's not good enough. The fact we're doing it for charity is not good enough. The fact that the crowd were entertained is not good enough. Other people have to have an opinion on me. What I've noticed lately, especially in the last six months, People might love me or hate me, but it seems like everyone's got an opinion on me, right? If you've got an opinion on me, maybe, just maybe, I'm doing my job right, but I don't get any credit for that. Pisses me off. That's basically why you're on here, mate, because I'm kind of in that camp. That's going to upset a lot of people as well, but I've made it very clear. I have my own opinions. I don't fucking care. Um, For people like Real Wrestling, maybe do your due diligence, Maybe actually go and speak to sources. Maybe actually speak to people within our business instead of just being a fucking mark and sitting in your basement and writing shit without any kind of context. That pisses me off. Um, And that goes for some of our fellow professionals as well. You know who you are. You've spoken to me. My inbox is open. You're welcome to talk to me. You're welcome to talk to Dave, but you probably won't. You'll probably just send slinging messages behind our backs. I don't like that lack of professionalism. Everyone's screaming at you about professionalism. And ironically enough, nobody's showing it in the way they're reacting to the issue. Um, again, also- no, again, people that weren't there. Have you noticed that? There's a pattern here. People that weren't there are yeah. criticising me, right? I was professional before. All right. Some people said, I'll come to the, you know, I'll come and I had a couple of lagers in my hand or something like that. Yeah, so what? So what? That might not be professional. Worked for Steve Austin, didn't it? Worked for the Sandman. People have very short, short memories sometimes in wrestling. You know, you want to criticise what I'm doing. But again, the live crowd, yeah, they didn't know what to make of it. But you know what? 
I've had more response from that match than I did two years ago at Outcast when it was just another match. What I'm doing now at 42 years old, I'm making a difference, right? I don't know many people with more heat than me, right? And I know who my real friends are in this business. And I've got them probably in one hand. You're one of them. Do you know what I mean? And I know people that slag me off and don't. I'm not stupid. Why do you think the knobs became a thing? It became a thing because they're people, we're not all the best wrestlers in the world, but we're there to do a job. We're there to entertain. And we know we've got each other's backs. And we're fed up of being slagged off behind our backs by other people. People, but by the way, maybe aren't as entertaining as we are. There's a reason why the knobs exist. You know that. Yeah. Yeah, I've been very happy to push it too because I am actually at the shows. I'm not fucking hiding on my personal Facebook like a lot of people are. And I'm actually at the shows seeing children, adults alike, react to your stuff and entertained and just genuinely so happy to see you. And I don't like the idea that one thing that's gone wrong is going to leave a huge black mark on your career. Just briefly, mate, because I know you haven't got much time. Um, some footage has dropped that obviously somebody in Outcast clearly recorded this. I don't know if you're aware that it's been recorded. I'm sure you saw him holding a camera, but I noticed you had an interaction with a referee. I don't know who the referee is. I personally haven't seen him before. He seemed very hot under the collar, calling you unprofessional. Um, I'd like just briefly your opinion on that, but I'd also like to very quickly throw in my own two cents and say, if it's unprofessional, why the fuck are you recording it in the first place? Because to me, that is unprofessional. And whoever was recording it, you're welcome to come and speak to me so I can tell you to your face that you're an unprofessional hack. Right. Wrestling's full of bitches, right? And this is the annoying thing, right? Referee comes up to me and confronts me. He's the one, it's his first event, bear in mind. That's why you don't recognise him. He's the one that didn't stop the match. Right. I've seen the footage back from different angles now. At one point, he says to Ryan, are you OK to continue? Ryan looks a bit glazed over. Yes, I am. That's on the ref. You do that in a boxing match. The ref says you're OK to continue. Guess what? It carries on. I'm in front of a live crowd. I'm a heel. If the ref says to Ryan, he's OK to continue and I back off, makes me look like a pussy. Makes me look like an idiot. Doesn't it? In front of a live crowd. I'm not willing to do that. So I keep on, if you look, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm on top of him for a bit, but then I give him 20 seconds to get back up. I give him time to talk to the ref. That's professional, right? I gave him the time. So when I'm getting filmed backstage and confronted, people can confront me all they want. They can do it all they want. And I've got the same opinion I've got now. You're confronting me. You're not asking Ryan went on, you know, what, what went on before the match. What did Ryan say to me? The fact that he wanted a little shoot in there. Well, I shot, he shot, and I won. So what? You know, you can't win you after the fact, can you? And if anyone wants to leak footage of me or messages of me, go ahead. Because I'm pretty consistent on what I'm saying here. People might think it's a work. They might think it's not a work, right? I'm telling it as it is. You either like it or you don't. I don't really care. But trying to get me unbooked for shows and stuff like that it's not going to work because any promoter with a brain is going to book someone with heat like i've got and i think a lot of people out there are probably jealous they haven't got my sort of heat that's that's just the truth yeah yeah no it feels that way uh in closing mate i've noticed you're not booked for the next outcast show 
have you had any conversations yet about potentially coming back or is there too much heat there at the moment to warrant putting you on a card? Uh, see, again, right? Now, you want to be controversial. I'll be controversial for a sec, right? And I'm sorry. Now, I said boxing earlier, okay? And I don't want to go off the sub sub subject, but um, Mike Tyson got put in prison for rape, okay? When he came out of prison, a convicted rapist got a boxing contract and was boxing and his pay-per-views sold out. This is a rapist. I haven't done anything like that, right? But he put bums on seats. That's why he was booked. Matt Jackson, outcast, you want to put bums on seats? Book me. But I tell you what, where's my support after this from anyone from outcast? No one's backed me, have they? No one said it's 50-50, okay? They've all shied away from the fact they're scared of the heat, right? I might be there, I might not, right? But if someone says that they're scared to get in the ring with me, I tell you what, I'm as professional as it comes. But don't say we won't plan anything and don't say you want to shoot during the match. Because if that you say that to me, we don't call anything, we shoot during the match, and then I shoot, I'm not taking the shit again messages and stuff like that people saying they're going to beat me up it's ridiculous okay mate um i don't want to take up any more of your time um you know that i you have my support um well i'll have you back on at some point obviously when things calm down when we can have you to chat just about your career because i'm you know on a on a personal note i think you've done really fucking well since we last spoke it's been over a year now i think and you know to see you out here doing so many different things uh, from where you came from and where you were being stifled, I can imagine that it must be, you know, quite a sense of pride for you, but you must also be quite emotional, quite angry as well, because ultimately you've worked very hard to get yourself to a point where people respect you more and recognize you more and know who you are more. And now people want to shit on you for that, which is what I can tell. So as I've said, if Ryan Hendricks would like to come on and if people from Outcast would actually like to come on and explain themselves, because they're keeping very quiet, which personally, I don't think is a good look either then I'm more than happy to have you on here as well you know you have a platform and I'll ask you the honest questions I won't bullshit you and I'll also afford you the opportunity to speak but um, Dave I appreciate you coming on mate thank you for right, giving one last thing one last thing mate course, one mate. last thing if you don't mind right I said earlier about I've got a handful of people right that is the nasty old boys that is the knobs do you know what I mean um, if you want to support wrestlers that stick up for themselves. If you want to support people that work hard in this business and try and entertain, we've got a new T-shirt. And I know it sounds like I'm shilling, but it's the truth. We're all putting our hands in our pockets to do it because we're getting asked a lot for this merch. So if you want a knob shirt, if you want to see us at the next CWP show, or wherever it will be, come and see us, come and buy a shirt, be one of us, right? Haters are going to hate, but if you want to be in with us, We'll, we'll be happy for you to wear a shirt. You can have a photo with us, anything you want. We're nice guys, really. Yeah, they're very approachable, all four members of the Knobs. Um, and the T-shirt, ladies and gentlemen, is now currently available for pre-order, I believe, and will be printed soon. It's £15, and it's also £3 shipping. People can say, why are you shitting his merch? Because I know how fucking hard he works, that's why. Because I know how hard it is to be homeless and not have any money. So for me, it's a business. It's a business, mate. People forget it's the wrestling business. It's a business. It's not a fucking hobby. And when people call it a hobby, that fucking pisses me off because some of us have done 
dedicated our entire lives to trying to make money in this business, myself and Dave included. Um, like yeah. I said, mate, thank you very much for your time. And uh, hopefully we'll catch up soon and we can have a proper conversation about wrestling and not people talking shit. Nice one. Cheers, mate. Take it easy, brother. Cheers.